Um, yeah, I just recently moved to UK and I decided to give you a very short presentation on my experiences back in Poland, where I'm originally from. Um, I heard a lot of discussion about the crisis that happens in the all around the world. Um, surprisingly, Poland was not affected by the crisis that much. So we can say the madness goes on. Mm, there is still mega projects being underway, uh, although the economy is slowing down right now as we speak. Um, and one of the projects that was uh, happening since 2004, 2003 actually more or less, uh, is still under construction right now and there might be some surprises coming, coming their way. I took part in design, designing, designing it and supervising the whole process. Um, this, uh, this, this, this particular project, I think, is a Polish urban design dilemmas in, the, in a nutshell. As when I when I just present things, I, I will comment on how it relates to all over Poland phenomena. So Łódź, the city, uh, is the third biggest city in the country right now. Um, it's not the city where one of the Euro 2012 matches were held. And it's not one of the cities that went major infrastructure upgrades since 2000 until 2010. Uh, by major infrastructure upgrades I mean railway stations, redevelopments, and turning them into a mix between shopping and commuter hub, hubs. The city itself is quite unusual. Uh, you don't see very well, but there's a small red ring with a red um, background there, and it's the original founding father's time, 1820, when this, uh, sorry, 1800s, when the city was inhabited by 400 people, roughly, and 110 years later, it was inhabited by 600,000 people. It was a major eruption probably unseen anywhere else in Europe, rather seen only in America. And then after that, as you can see from the graph below, um, the process of gaining new inhabitants slowed down. It peaked in 1988, so the, just in the end of the communist era, and then the city is shrinking, just as all of the cities in Poland, although a little bit, a little bit faster. The only city in, in the country that is not shrinking, that's slightly above the uh, zero growth rate, is Warsaw. Um, all of the, the rest of them are actually becoming smaller, although occupying more and more space. Um, the, the black dots represent the built-up area of the city at this very day. It is a very industrial city, as we can imagine from 19th century development. It was a mainly textile industry, that's why it was nicknamed Polish Manchester. Um, the textile industry went on and on until um, first textile is called, it was textile uh, crisis and the second textile crisis, but the crisis that actually killed textile industry in the, in the city was 1989 when the markets, the, the, our former recipients were, of our textiles were cut off and suddenly we had to produce for the West and it turned out there's Chinese production going on 
which made our Polish production of textiles completely unfeasible. Um, apart from this textile industry image, the city has a strong uh, cultural image and the merger of the, uh, by the way, these are Polish uh, directors, Kieślowski, Polanski and Wajda. Uh, and the merge of these two images, so former industrial city and creative city, created this whole new concept of becoming uh, Mr. Richard Florida's dream, uh, becoming a creative class city, which you can imagine struggles, a dream itself. Um, right now, losing inhabitants, cities full of vacant properties, so I'm really surprised we don't have any bodies or allies down there. <laughs> Although I can provide you with very good addresses to contact NGOs. But still, nevertheless, the city decided to go on with a big master plan, a big scheme for redevelopment of the train station. Current train station, well, the train station that was there was a terminus, the railway to Warsaw. It was constructed as an industrial-oriented uh, railway, so it was never a, about you know bringing people to work or um, sending off trains to Vienna or anything like that. Um, so they, the, the idea was to finally change it. Now that we have the money, we have the time, we have the possibilities, we can turn this around and we can make it a proper uh, urban railway station and what comes around it, so a lovely business center. Because that was the idea at that time and sadly it still goes on along that lines. Um, the perfect opportunity came when the government announced the new program for high-speed railway construction that would pass through Łódź and this terminus would become an underground station on the way to Wrocław and Poznań and eventually Berlin and Prague. Um, so the hopes were high. Uh, Rob Krier was invited over to sketch some uh, designs and we ended up with this kind of completely new to urban, to Łódź reality, uh, this, this scheme that in fairness, I don't even know where the tra train station was supposed to be in that. <laughs> uh, it was iterated, it, it suffered from iterations mainly due to the legacy of communist traffic design. And that's the, that's the thing that we, it's, it's going on all around Poland still present days. Traffic engineers have a, well, their stronghold uh, is not conquered at all. and the flow and the capacity is answer to all of the problems and as I said, cities are shrinking. The number of inhabitants in every Polish city except for Warsaw is decreasing so I don't really understand how many, how, how they're um, into bringing more cars into these centers and mm, well, they're using still the parameters they used in the 70s so this project went into iterations thanks to traffic design and it ended up like this. Uh, we know where the train station is, the big chunk um, up here. And it is this scheme is was transformed into a zoning guideline, so very rigid, very um, undiscussable sort of uh, document. And this document is now in power after 10 years of discussions, 10 years of designing, although as you can see not so much changed from the initial ideas. 
Currently, the train station is in, in uh, constru under construction. Uh, the buildings around it's owned by the city, by the municipality and the provincial government were redeveloped and the city is anxiously waiting for the investors to show up. Unfortunately, they forgot the crisis was there all around Poland. So there is no one, no one to be uh, eagerly buying these pieces of land around the train station. Although the, these beautiful drawings uh, are supposed to lure them, as usual, architectural drawings are filled with people. We don't know where these people will be coming from or going to. Um, at least I don't know. My former boss probably does. <laughs> um, that's the rigid planning uh, document, local development plan that we, uh, that we managed to produce. Um, that's another particular thing. I think it's similar all around post-communist countries. These are very... Um, very definite documents saying exactly what's going to happen there, where, and they are not really um, flexible in any way. These are just legal descriptions of, of the development of land, and well, red is uh, services, and if you put a housing, or if you want to have a temporary housing in, on the red area, you, you are not allowed to simply um, this project to me is more like 70s or 80s in UK, uh, or actually 60s or 70s, um, with a strong top-down approach uh, and this uh, city trying to reinvent itself. Um, I tried to write down these uh, things that make, it more, that make it more contemporary. I don't know if you can agree after this short presentation or not. Um, it is, it is a different world to what I've seen here and what I've seen especially after the economical turmoil. And from what I've seen being here for this short time, I can see that British planning process is more uh, flexible or even elastic, I would say, and it's more private property or private owner driven. While in Poland, it's usually the administration, it's an administrative process where most, uh, most power comes from the uh, from the uh, local authorities that are, you know, in putting this this uh, top-down approach onto the inhabitants and stakeholders. There is little discussion going on, although the city invites everyone to discuss the ideas and discuss the concepts, but in fact it's, I would say it's a facade policy rather than actual discussion going on. And what I mentioned when I was talking about development plans, uh, in UK I feel master plans, frameworks are expressing examples and intentions rather than t telling people what should be done or what has to be done. In Poland it's the other way around. You have very strict rules and if you don't follow them your development will not get a planning permission. Um, I would like to treat this particular one as a starting point for discussion.